This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Good afternoon. Libby is off on vacation celebrating Passover and Easter. In the meantime, I will be here with you. And today we have a hot topic that literally affects all of us. The twice a year time changes, spring forward, fall back. Should we do away with them? 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. There is a move underway at Queen's Park by a Liberal MPP who's launched a private member's bill for Ontario to stay in daylight saving time permanently after we move the clocks ahead in March of 2020. Marie-France Lalonde has proposed what she calls the Sunshine Protection Act to provide more light in the evenings and to end two clock changes a year when she says people are left out of sorts for days at a time, often have disrupted sleep patterns leading to health problems and traffic accidents. It's unanimously passed first reading in the Ontario legislature, but it still has several hurdles to go. So do you like the idea of doing away with time changes or... Do you feel it will cause too many problems if other provinces or U.S. states don't follow suit? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Joining us to discuss the idea is Cliff Graydon, member of Provincial Parliament in Manitoba, who proposed a similar idea in that province before it was defeated. Hi, Cliff. Good, thank you. Good morning or good afternoon. Yeah, is it still, well, speaking of time, you're in a different time zone than we are, right? <laughs> we, we are, and we seem to manage to get along fine in this country. That is a good point. And Dr. Atul Kular, Medical Director of the Northern Alberta Sleep Clinic and Senior Consultant for MedSleep, also on the line. Hello, Doctor. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Let's talk about the health aspects first with the doctor. Uh, tell us about the evidence, if there is any, of any adverse health effects related to time changes. Well, I think the the body is fairly clear. There is some definitely subtle and uh, overall health effects, and for some people it can be quite dramatic. So it's changing the body clock. Some people have lots of medical illnesses or don't sleep particularly well and are much more sensitive to changes than others. And they could have, um, as you said earlier, be out of sorts for a few days, could have increased risks of uh, things like heart attacks, car accidents. Now, the evidence isn't perfect, but there's definitely some evidence of disruption. And there is zero point of keeping daylight savings time. So from a cost-benefit basis, um, even if it was a small change in people's health, there's no point keeping it, so we should scrap it. What actually happens in our bodies when the time changes by an hour either way, and yet our routines are supposed to adapt uh, right away? So there's two major things. Most people don't really notice, but a lot of people, and certain vulnerable people, will notice if uh, they're getting an hour more or less light quite suddenly. And that's usually one of the biggest chunks of 
uh, the problem with switching clocks. It's just the dose of light changes quite radically, and that can affect people and cause insomnia. That can affect people and throw off their mood. The other thing is if you have sort of fairly sensitive sort of body functions like your uh, stomach, like your blood pressure, these things all have a body clock and they can be somewhat disruptive by shifting clocks. Now, usually one hour is not too much, but I think there's definitely a vulnerable part of the population that is sensitive to these changes. Doctor, do you have a preference uh, as to whether we, it sounds like you're in favor of, of not having the clocks change anymore. Would you prefer we stay in daylight saving time permanently when it will be very dark in the morning in the fall and winter months and lighter for an hour longer in the evenings? Or would it be better to stay in standard or winter time with more light in the morning and less in in the evenings. Well, you know, that's a judgment call. You know, I'm from Edmonton, so, you know, I get a lot, we get a lot of light in the summer and not too much in the winter. And it probably, the bigger the shift, the more problems you're going to have. But, you know, Ontario is a very big province, and I think certain parts will be affected more than others. You know, it expands, it expands a lot of latitudes, it, uh, these, these sorts of things. And, um, Right. So it depends geographically on where you are in the provinces. Yeah. You're so saying. for example, I'll give you, you know, uh, Poland, for example, is on the very edge of a time zone and they get quite adversely affected, you know, by on both ends. So you want the change to be really as little as possible. So looking at that, um, I would argue that you could, you know, go either way, but pushing it forward an hour to keep it, um, might, turning more into sort of a more northern type um, uh, northern type uh, uh, climate where right. there's lots of late in summer and not as much in winter. So I would say probably staying in standard. Staying but, in standard. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but the proposal here in Ontario is to stay in daylight saving time. Uh, let's go to our right. politician friend from Manitoba, Cliff Graydon. Uh, you extended similar efforts to the Liberal MPP here in Ontario. What happened? Why didn't it end up working out? Well, there was, uh, it had to go to second reading in the, in the legislature, and that's where you have your debate. And the, uh, the ruling party, which is a conservative party here, uh, voted on party lines that uh, they uh, they didn't want uh, to do it, so it died on the order paper then <laughs> on second reading. However, as the good doctor has just pointed out to you, there are a lot of effects, the negative effects to the switch. And so when I did my research, I researched with a lot of people, and they said... Uh, in our systems, whether it was the Teachers Association or the Paramedics Association, they, the individuals, many individuals said that those are the worst two weeks of their lives is when it switches spring and fall. But again, as that good doctor just pointed out, that uh, different areas in our, in our wintertime, we have extended uh, darkness if we were to stay on on daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, in Manitoba, uh, it had two different time zones up until 1963. Manitoba, southern or outside of Winnipeg, did not change the daylight savings time. So we had city time and country time oh, until I see. that time. Right. 
Um, did you find out, Cliff, during your research uh, and in terms of what uh, the majority conservatives were saying there in Manitoba, what what are the benefits to going back and forth twice a year with the clocks? They said the only the only benefit that uh, that was spoke about in the legislature was that uh, we had to have our time in in time with other areas that we do business. Well, quite frankly, the time zone between here and uh, and Toronto, there is a time difference already of an hour. So with the computers that we have today, it's not the same as it might have been in 1913. It's interesting, uh, this conversation that we're having. It's 12-12 in Toronto, and in Manitoba, it's 11-12. And in Edmonton, where the doctor is, it's 12 minutes after 10. So, yes, we are all talking to each other at different times, and we seem to be managing. Uh, this has certainly uh, hit a nerve with our listeners. The phone lines are jammed. Should we stay in daylight saving time come next March permanently, or should we continue to go back and forth? 416-360-0740, toll free, 1-866-744-740. All right, let's start freeing up some lines. We'll go to Charlene in Toronto. Go ahead, Charlene. What's your opinion? Hi, I think we should continue going back and forth because the concern is that, um, let's say the U.S. doesn't do it, and then so so everything is out of sync. I mean, this is a, a very small issue um, with me, but um, I remember when we when the state started doing it before us, and I don't know, I was a kid, and I was like downstairs watching Little House on the Prairie. I was trying to watch it, and it was very confusing because the show's supposed to be on on NBC at eight o'clock, but it's on at nine o'clock, and it, it just met, you know threw things off for me. And it, it'll just be confusing for other things, too, unless they, the states go, yeah, we'll do it, too, because well, we need to have an eastern time zone running across eastern Canada, eastern U.S., and then central and um, mountain and Pacific sure. and all that, just to keep things in sync. Well, what's interesting, uh, and I'll go back to Cliff Graydon here in Manitoba, is that there are other places around the world making decisions on this as we speak, including the EU is scrapping the switch back and forth starting in 2021. So we're starting to see jurisdictions around the world do away with this practice. Yeah, well, if we do... Well, hang on, hang on, Charlene. Let's let, let's let the politician tell us what he thinks. Yeah. Yes, you're you're absolutely right. There is uh, this is being discussed all over the world, and I can understand that people that are by the uh, equator, it would make no difference to them. But there are a lot of uh, differences. But the negativities come from the switch, and uh, it affects not just uh, not just people with anxiety and so on. It affects our children, uh, my grandchildren. I see the effect that they have. They don't. Uh, they just don't go to bed that hour earlier or get up that hour earlier and, and be on the same uh, rhythm that they were on prior to that. So their learning capacity drops for at least a week or two. In the, in the agricultural world, we see a drop when the time changes in production. That has a big impact as well on dairies and on poultry. So there is... The switch is the negativity part of this whole thing. And uh, what I wanted to see, the people that brought it to my attention wanted to do away with daylight savings time. I wanted to see a full airing of that 
in the province of Manitoba. I know that North Dakota is is discussing it right now, mm-hmm. and I know that there's discussions all over the world. So let let's let democracy play the role that it was supposed to play in our lives. And there's no energy being saved. That's why it was brought in and to begin with. Yes, that is the case, right? That um, it was about 100 years ago to save energy during the First World War. Yep. And, yep. and I would echo all those points, uh, Jane. They're, they're correct because it may not affect everybody, but it definitely can throw off cycles of certain people. Uh, people can get sleep deprived because, you know, they don't go to bed that hour earlier. You know, all of what... Um, the, the the honorable member said is actually backed by science. Uh, the myths are strong. It actually doesn't save any energy. Farmers are actually vociferously against this when it first came out. It was really done for businesses. You know, back the you know it wasn't a twenty four hour lighting, and if there was more light, people would shop more. That was and it was sold as an energy savings. But really, the, the the biggest people who lobbied for it was big business. Well, that's interesting you mentioned about the farmers, because there is this uh, school of thought out there that the changing of the clocks benefits the farmers. Well, it's one thing, you know, I, I grew up rurally, and I'm sure the honorable member can echo this. You know, what a farmer wants is consistency. <laughs> okay. And um, they've never, you know, to my knowledge, and I've heard, and, you know, um, I grew up in a farming community. They didn't like it. And Mr. Graydon, a similar sort of experience when you've uh, reached out during your research process? Yes, absolutely. And I am a farmer, actually, by trade. I've uh, been farming for uh, a few years, like 40 years now or 45 years. And prior to that, I worked in a lot of different uh, time zones. I worked in Colorado. I worked in northern B.C., where the time has never switched. And yet uh, I lived in southern B.C. I've worked in uh, northern Ontario, where the time doesn't switch in places. Other places it does. But at the same time, uh, agriculture has came a long way from 1919, where we actually have headlights on things. Right. The technology is completely different than 100 years ago. Absolutely. And uh, I don't think we need a government to tell us what time to get up in the morning and what time to go to bed. Okay, let's go back to the phones. I do want to hear from you. What do you think about this idea of staying in daylight standard time permanently come March of next year? So this fall, we would change the clock back like we always do. And then come the spring, we would move it forward and then we would leave it there uh, till death do us part. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Try to remember how you feel around the time change. Maybe you enjoy the fall time change because you get that extra hour of sleep through that one weekend, but then you may feel disrupted in the spring when you lose an hour of sleep. I mean, this all goes to whether or not you think this is a good idea. Let's go to Sheila and Alliston. What do you think, Sheila? Uh, Hi. Um, I think we should stay in standard time if they're going to change it to um, a regular time all the all, you know every part of the year um as somebody's already mentioned in the in the northern uh, areas the the light and the dark would be more extreme and um standard time is the time god gave us and you know we've we've managed with it for centuries so um 
Well, you're absolutely right that we were in standard time before this whole idea came up a hundred years ago during yeah. the First World War. Uh, you know, and when you, when you think it through about how it will feel, um, I, you know, I personally agree with you, Sheila, because doing the morning show here at Zoomer Radio, that means, and for others who get up early in the morning, that means that we'll have that extra hour of daylight in the morning if we went to standard time, whereas if we stayed on daylight saving time, it would be darker for an hour longer in the morning, but then you would get that evening light. Um, And and doctor, I guess you you say it's very specific to geography and to personal opinion as opposed to uh, scientific evidence as to which would be better. Um, Yeah, that's true. But if I look at a socially, you make a very good point. Um, The world does not favor really the, the later person, you know, especially if you're commuting to large parts of Ontario an hour of light earlier in the morning is going to help quite a bit because things are starting earlier and earlier, not later and later. And I think um, um, just societally we're geared, you know, to be a little bit early, whether we like it or not. And I think, um, you know, if there was more light in the evening, you're going to run into just general problems of people going to bed later and getting up up later. That's Mm -hmm. sort of a physiological fact. So. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Yeah, I know you're interested in offering your opinion. Let's go to Daryl in Toronto. What do you think? Should we keep going with the two time changes a year or stay with daylight saving? Daryl, go ahead. You're oh, on. Hello. Hi. Uh, basically, I, if we're going to keep it at one time, I would go with daylight savings for the uh, light in the evening. Okay. Uh, although I think it's the whole thing's kind of, to me, overblown and ridiculous. You know, the our circadian rhythm, which is basically our, you know, biological clock, is 25 to 26 hours anyway. So every day we're kind of adjusting on that biological clock. Oh, so, and, uh, so you think that the the science uh, of that it affects us negatively may not be all all that it appears to well, be. Well, I I think you know if if in March it affects us negatively, so they could put a holiday on the Monday, uh, and you yes. would solve three quarters <laughs> of your problem right there. Well, that's true. Although st- people still yeah. have to work on holidays, but yes, I I take your point. Um, but, I mean, like the shift for for you know for the one hour, I just think it's a lot of you know whining over it. I lived in you know Windsor when I was young. And Detroit was a different hour. And I mean, you know, it's not that big a deal. Right. So just suck it up and live with it. Yeah. And I mean, basically, the idea is that the sun should be directly overhead at noon. I mean, if you want to start worrying about the times, and one lady said, you know, standard time was God-given time, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. You could make the whole planet one time. So if we go to work at 9.30 at night, what's the big deal? Okay, Daryl, thanks for your call. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, Cliff Graydon in Manitoba, um, your proposed uh, legislation ended up getting defeated in the second reading. Here in Ontario, the private member's bill has fa- has passed first reading unanimously. Did your bill pass unanimously in Man- Manitoba, or did it have opposition from the get-go? In our first reading in Manitoba, basically what you do is you present the bill and then it goes on the order paper, and there is no discussion at that time. There is there's no debating it on the first reading. It just goes on the order paper, and then you know that it will be coming up further along in the in the uh, series of of uh, how your legislature works. And then the second reading is where it gets. If it passes that, then it will go to committee right. and have a public airing. 
But well, one of the one of the big issues too is if you stayed on daylight savings time, and I'm sure the good doctor will agree with this, is that we'll have a lot more dark hours in our our fall and winter months, mm-hmm. and in our bigger cities, uh, not so much in rural Manitoba or rural Canada, basically, but in our bigger cities, our children walk to school. Right, and walking to school in the dark when it's still dark at nine thirty in the morning, and the schools goes in at nine o'clock that puts a lot more people at risk so in your opinion in your opinion and and after having done the research staying in standard time permanently is the way to go it certainly is in our area and as far as uh, the people that are opposed to just say well you know the switch is fine uh they don't have anybody in their family that is elderly or has a bit of a mental issue and uh, i had a lady actually call me yesterday that said she would refuse to vote for her MLA, her current MLA right now, because at my age, she says, I have to take my pills at a certain time. And if I don't take them at a certain time, I end up getting sick and end up in the hospital. Mm -hmm. These are the issues that a lot of people don't realize. If you're only uh, worried about that extra hour of sunlight in the summertime to go golfing. Okay. Let, let's and that's take... a really good point. Sure, doctor, you know, go I ahead. Think, yeah, no, the, uh, the the other fellow is correct on the phone that, you know, it is 24, 25 hours and we're always adjusting. Um, but the honorable member makes a very, uh, uh, an accurate point. It doesn't affect everybody, but it affects sort of the weak, uh, vulnerable, the children. Some people don't adjust as well to that adjustment because it's a big, an hour is a big thing for some people. It's not a big deal for me. It's not a big deal for that caller. But um, as the honorable member said, it's a very big thing for certain people, uh, often who are on the fringes. Let's take one more call before we wrap up this segment. Uh, and coming up next, we'll have our friend and pharmacist John Papasturgio joining us to take your calls. Uh, first, though, Paul in Toronto, you have the final word. What do you think about the time change? Keep it or uh, where we go back and forth twice a year or do away with it? Oh, is this Jane? Yes. Oh, hi. Good to talk to you, Jen. You too. Um, I think in my situation, time has gone so fast, it doesn't really make a difference to me. <laughs> so whatever it is, you go with the flow. I think so, yeah. I don't I don't know if you'd want to change it or not. It wouldn't bother me if it changed anyway. All right. Well, that's a good place to leave the discussion. Thank you for calling, Paul. Thank you for taking my call. And also, uh, Dr. Kular, I appreciate your time from Northern Alberta, where it's uh, two hours earlier, and Cliff Graydon, member of Provincial Parliament in Manitoba. Nice to chat. Thank you for having me on. Uh, thank, thank you very much for the opportunity, and thanks for having me on, Jane. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.